Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour One of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable radio chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. So what did you enjoy more last night, Eric? Super Wild Card Weekend, the Iowa caucuses, or the Emmys? Well, there's only one that I remembered was happening. So that would be the, uh, the football. I enjoyed the football. And, uh, and I, the problem was with the Iowa thing, I, everybody knew what was going to happen. And so I'm not going to tune in to you know these 24-hour nitwits and just listen to them pontificate on what this means and what that means. And it becomes quite obvious seven minutes in, none of them knows what any of it means. But we got a lot of time to fill here. There was some controversy because I believe AP called the state for Trump within 30 minutes oh, it was so quick. of it opening. And I, I do want to say this. No, they ended up being right. That's fine. Uh, but I do want to say, I do think that they're, I don't know what you could do. I don't know if you could pass a law or anything like that. But I do, I do, I don't like that. I think you ought to allow people, certainly on a very cold night, uh, if, if the race is being called 30 minutes in and you you got, you know, whatever, your 17th coat on ready to go outside and face this stuff. And, you know, the AP says, well, you know, one, one person already won it. No, they turned out to be right. And I understand that. But I, I do feel like... It wouldn't be a law. It would have to be kind of a fraternal thing amongst reporters, which I can tell you as somebody 59 years of age is something that used to exist in this country, something called reporters, actual reporters. They would have to decide, you know, two hours. You know, something. Yeah, I agree. How, I mean, how, in a caucus, you got to go into a gymnasium, stand there all night. Like, right. How, I mean, who wants to go do that if, if you know the outcome? Let's you say, know? like, you're a big Asa Hutchinson fan. You're going oh. there and you're ready to caucus, and then you get the report as you're walking there. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, Trump already You're won. ready for a big yeah. caucus, and then and you're then, just disappointed. Yeah, well, it was cold, so you knew it wasn't going to be as big uh, as it could have okay. been. Yeah, there was but, shrinkage this year in the amount of people. You know, you really hit on the, uh, the big news. I can't believe that so many people are not really concentrating on is that uh, and the reason it's news is because I thought he had already dropped out but apparently Asa Hutchinson after receiving 
How many? 191? That's correct. 191 votes in the Iowa caucus. 191 votes in the entire state of Iowa. Now That doesn't seem like enough. It I don't think it's going to get... You know what, Autumn? I don't think it's going to get them over the top. Reporting live, that doesn't seem like enough. So when I heard that Asa Hutchinson, uh, former governor of Arkansas, I believe, I, That's correct. Uh, yeah, the I, uh, daughter of the old, older one is uh, governor now. That's right. Yes. The, the older governor. You mean mm-hmm. the governor before Huckabee, Asa. Huckabee Sanders. So, uh, who, by the way, monster bass player. Hell yeah. Uh, Asa <laughs> Hutchinson, when I found out that he suspended his Republican presidential bid, according to the New York Times, after finding out that he had received 191 votes in the entire state of Iowa, I asked myself, I says, Eric, because I'm on a first name basis. I've known myself for a long time. Uh, I says, Eric, how much did that guy spend on his presidential run? And it turns out he raised $1.2 million, but he spent $925,000 on a presidential run that netted 191 votes, which we calculated is how much per vote? It's about $5,235.60 per vote. Which I'm pretty sure is very near what I paid for my first car. <laughs> So well worth it, right? Well I want to put it. out there right now, and I know you guys sometimes see me as delusional with my visions, and uh, maybe of uh, grandeur. I don't know, but I think I can beat it. I want to say right now, <laughs> if I'm still on the air here or anywhere or whatever, or just find me in my basement <laughs> in 2028, I believe that if I could raise 1.2 million dollars. I think I can do better. I think I can get 200. I, can, I think I can get at least 250 votes. Bravo. Bravo. In what the a goal. state of Iowa. What a goal. I know. I know. It's a dream. You just royal commercials yeah. for a month. I just go there and talk to people yeah. and make them laugh. I can make... I can yeah, make, make an impression. That's right. I can make 250 people say, that would be a blast. That would be a blast if that guy was in the White House. And, uh, and then we could all just have a big laugh. Uh, you know what? I think I can do it on uh, yeah. $250,000. I think. I think you can. I too. think I can do it. I think $1,000 a vote. Remember? <laughs> That's a flat screen TV per voter. Got, I think I can do it on that. You do have to sway people like this, though. Ah, this is Iowa. If you don't like the weather, stick around. It'll change in 10 minutes. Hey, hey. It's still cold. <laughs> it's a different kind of cold than it was 10 minutes ago. it's Iowa. It's a dry heat. It sure is. It's a dry cold. It's a dry heat. It's Iowa. How the hell is it a dry? What? You know what they say. <laughs> Two in the hand with three in the bush in Iowa. You can lead a Trump to water, but you can't make them vote. <laughs> I, I heard that. Yep. If I, uh, if if anything ever, if for some reason in my career it became clear that it, the best thing for my career would be to move to Iowa, I don't know whatever would happen next. You know, Eric, uh, the tax situation or whatever. If you moved to Iowa, you would be better off. The main reason that I would say no would be because every four years, every time my wife and I went to a diner for pancakes, we would possibly be assaulted by reporters asking us what we think about politics. <laughs> because reporters are hacks. And they all, and they're hacks and packs. So they, it's, it's monkey see, monkey do. It's, oh, well, this is what we do. They don't even think. 
hey, it's time to go to Iowa and assault people trying to have breakfast. Why don't they go to an adult uh, bookstore? Now, Ooh. that's what—that's where you find the Asa Hutchinson 191. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm busy in here. There's different sections. You got any change? You know, for... <laughs> they have to be told. They have to be told that their tokens are worthless in the caucus situation, because they're used to not being able to use their money. I don't know if you've ever gone through that whole thing. I don't know. I've heard it. I've for... heard about it. It doesn't accept quarters. Now, I heard of a guy who was young and went into one of those booths and didn't know that it didn't accept quarters, yeah. and then had to be humiliated when he went out there and complained and was told he needed tokens. Now, that person most definitely was not me, but I heard the story. And uh, so, you know, it's possible that uh, someone could have shown up with one of those tokens Mr. at a caucus. Mr. Hessler, all I can tell you is that four years ago, I was able to use four of them tokens. Now it's eight. <laughs> inflation. That's why I'm going for Ace Hudson. <laughs> He'll help inflation, inflation. <laughs> It's it, yes, it's costing far too much to get inflated. You can right. get a nice restart there, Eric. I see that Cedar Rapids is the two hundred and second largest radio market too. Oh Not yeah, bad. you know what? We start now. Yeah, we start now. We dominate the airwaves, and they don't even know it. They don't even know it. They're not going to know what hit them. Mm-mm. They'll all be like, "Oh, we love this radio show." And then at the last minute, I'm like, "Hey, suckers! I'm running for president. <laughs> I got enough money. I don't care anymore. So I'm just going to quit this uh, radio stuff, and I'm going to run for president just to prove that I can get one more vote than Asa Hutchinson. You could wow him in Ames." Oh, listen, they, those they, are my people. Yeah, the, co- the college kids. College kids? Hell Absolutely. Yeah. We're aiming for aim. I'll get yeah. in there with my libertarian nonsense. <laughs> you know how those, you know, the kids, like, my favorite libertarians are the uh, college age, like, cruel libertarians. Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, pets don't have rights. Nope. Hey, they're, <laughs> they're furniture. Don't like your job? Quit. <laughs> Jared can be your hype man. Uh, hey, everybody. Come on, let's go. Hey, go, go, go. He's the bridge Count, to the younger gen. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Doug Turnbull is watching delays on the Buford Springs. So uh, DeSantis came in second. That's and right. uh, Nikki came in third. So much for the Nikki surge. And Trump won almost every single county except for one. Except for one. 98 of 99 counties. And he lost by one vote. Well, I feel like a loser, but uh, it won't happen again. <laughs> Terrible idea. What? I haven't been to one of those in like 10 years. I don't like Super Bowl. Listen, Jared says housewarming party is going to be a Super Bowl party. And and as a Bills fan, admittedly, I am not a delusional Bills fan because it's impossible to be if you're really a Bills fan. So it's still a long shot that they end up in the Super Bowl. But I'm going to tell you right now, if the Bills are in the Super Bowl, the answer is no. I get it. I cannot be. I need my space. I we can't be in a, a place. Serious, we will have a serious watching room. No, but I can't be in a place where fans of the other team are there. I just can't. I got to know myself, man. I'm trying to work on myself. I'm trying to be better. Yeah, you can't break my Autumn understands this. Autumn understands this. I'm, I'm thinking therapy now. I'm trying She's to always better. working on herself. Yeah, yeah. she is. And uh, an she has the tools to get the job done. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I... Let me pop that hood. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I'm working on myself. And if I can't, as a, as a sports fan, uh, act rational during a game, I at least want to be by myself when I'm being my worst self. Is that good therapy, Autumn? I just Say I don't. That again? I want to be. I at least want to be by myself when I'm being my worst self. I don't want others to have to deal with that. Yeah. You know. So uh, 
I uh, I didn't sound like much of a. No, I'm, yeah. I, no, I'm taking yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, like I'm taking it. The sleepy therapist. Yeah. Yeah. That's our time. Yeah. And blah blah blah. All right. We'll see you next so, week. What was your childhood like again? I wasn't listening. Yeah. But. I like that new character, the sleepy. Writing it down. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Trump won. Yeah. Can bigly. We, by the way, I right. mean, can we just? Bigly. I, mean, I, I read another story about uh, Nikki Haley is now the only person who because she'll probably come in second in New Hampshire because the very the governor. She gave thinks him, she can win. Oh no, she doesn't. Look, these people are sociopaths. <laughs> the reporters, everybody, the world is the world. Can I, can I just say the world is the world? This is how politics, anything else. You want the world to be a certain way. I want Josh Allen to raise the Lombardi Trophy, but unfortunately, but from the world is the world, and you just sometimes have to accept what is in front of you, and what is. And I'm not saying Josh Allen won't. I'm just saying if you go by history <laughs> for that particular franchise, the world is the world. It's obvious now. Trump is going to be the nominee for the Republican Party. Only a train could stop him. If he saw a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken in the middle of a train tracks, and he just couldn't stop himself. Extra crispy. <laughs> he was bending over. A train came along. Mm. And just that's the only. Can we stop acting like Nikki Haley has a chance to beat Donald Trump and become the nominee? Can we just stop? She thinks differently than you. So gonna, the world is the world. It doesn't matter what you want the world to be. You could hate Trump from the bottom of your heart and soul and everywhere else. But when the light is red, you got to hit the brakes. And you can't go again until it turns green. And you're not a magician. And you don't have supernatural powers. So you're just going to have to sit there while it's red until it turns green. The, there are certain things about the world. You and I cannot escape gravity. We may not like what it does, but you better not get too close to the edge of the cliff. It might be a better view, but the world is the world. And sometimes it just has to be accepted. Now, Nikki Haley, if she has any sanity whatsoever... After she gets blown out of the state that she was reelected as governor in, in South Carolina, which I believe comes pretty early in the process. It's fourth. Yeah, it's after Nevada. So we have New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina. Okay, so we know be, simply being a politician, they're all sociopaths. If Nikki Haley decides to stay in the race after Trump beats her in her own home state where she was reelected as governor, well, then we know that she's gone up the stepladder from sociopath to psychopath. <laughs> These people, can we just accept what the world is? A lot of people don't like it, and a lot of people love it. Donald Trump, if he's sitting in a jail cell in San Quentin, <laughs> is going to be in prison. <laughs> the nominee for the Republican Party. It's just the way that it is. Listen to what Nikki has to say. I don't think he needs to be the next president. I'm going to be the next president. And so we want to move forward so that he's no longer a part of the conversation, that we leave the chaos of the past, and we move forward with the solutions of the future. He just won, what, 98 out of 99 counties. That's right. Delusional. (laughs) 
just <laughs> you've got your problems, that's for sure. Yeah. And you are in fact a sociopath yourself. But my goodness, at least you're winning. Doug Turnbull is watching problems on 85 North. It's Lou Reed Tuesday here. Yeah. 95 got New York. Oh, that album. I hate everybody. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to do campaign trail mix because the Iowa caucuses were uh, yesterday. It was a very and, cold uh, caucus yesterday. I, it was a cold caucus. There was shrinkage. Let's do this. I didn't know you had flies in Iowa. I hate flies. Now I'll get in trouble for saying that. Cruelty to animals. No, it's true. No joke. Joan, Shingang, if you in a lab put atrazine in, in, a, in a, a, a tank full of frogs, it will chemically castrate and force, forcibly uh, uh, feminize every frog in there. And trail mix. Is that his whole platform? Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna, we're gonna have more masculine in the first we're four years. the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> so in an RFK JR administration, the first we will get more masculine frogs. Masculine frogs back the way they used to be. You know what I like about you, RFK JR? What? You have an issues oriented campaign. Let me have another half hour to tell you about it. <laughs> and I appreciate you admitting that you do better in long form format than on the yeah. typical news shows. I appreciate you bringing that up. That's why no one covers me. Because with Trump, you get a lot of gaffes, and with Biden, you get a lot of insanity. <laughs> we got to look for this. I, I didn't. I was listening to Erickson, and he, he played a clip. I didn't hear the clip, but I, he said that uh, Joe Biden walked into a biner, a biner, a diner, and said, uh, uh, "I'm Joe Biden, I'm, and I'm run for senator. I'm in like the that. U.S. Senate. Oh, I've no. been working with the Senate. I work with the Senate. I work in the Senate." Something yeah. like that. Well, now, is it possible that he was saying, I work with the Senate? But why would so. you introduce yourself that way? Because he's dumb. Hey, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Eric Von Hessler, and I work with radio advertisers. <laughs> My name's Joe Biden. I work for the government and the Senate. That's the quote. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I work with government. Is he going to make it? Is he going to... Like, I mean... Is he going to be able to keep walking around until November or whatever it is? Well, they'll wheel him around somehow. The first Tuesday in November? I don't know what the date is this well, year. Well, remember, New Hampshire is coming up for the Democrats, too. Dean Phillips or Marianne Williamson could upset Joe Biden there. Oh, it's possible. It's and then, you know, on the Republican side, I keep reading from uh, <laughs> the billionaire donor class that owns all the stuff that, I, that I'm reading from that uh, the Nikki surge is real. Hey, listen, after last night, she said this. Tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a, a two-person race. No, they didn't. Tonight <laughs> is the night. We're two, become one. <laughs> Bring mean, it on, Trumpy. These people, what they are, Bill just Billy Haley, right there, so delusional. Uh, listen, let's pretend that politics was sports. All right. So if if Nikki Haley was a playoff team and lost to Trump, the way that she lost to Trump, would anybody? in sports radio be talking about that's the team of the future. <laughs> they, it would be just obvious you got clobbered. Yeah, 19% to 51% is not close. Mm -mm. 99, what, 98 counties to one. And the only county that didn't that Trump didn't win, he lost by one vote 
to Nikki Haley. All I ask for is that people just report the news. However it lands on your head. When the news lands on your head, if you're joyful or you think, "Uh uh-oh, the country's screwed, however you receive it, all I ask for is that people report the news. So I'm going to report the news to you right now. Whether you like it or not, there is not and never has been and most likely never will be a Nikki surge. (laughs) It is only because we have the worst reporters in the history of America that that's a term that people are familiar with. It is so off the mark that none of us at this point in our lives should have ever, ever heard the term Nikki Surge. This is how false it is. It, it is. It's unbelievable. Okay, if you hate Trump, here's the news. That guy you hate just beat the hell out of everybody else in Iowa. However that lands with you, wherever that leaves you, News is one thing. Wishful thinking is another thing. They're both real things. But what they're not is the same thing. (laughs) Amen. Yep. Just report the news. Maybe if you reported the news, the people who hate Trump would get more involved. Maybe they would say, oh, wow, I can't sit on my ass this year. The news's job is not to guide us by the hand to vote for the people that they think are the right people. It's nowhere near their job. It's 1,525 miles away from their job. Their job is to tell you what's happening. And then every once in a while they can analyze it. Sure. But that, the, the analysis... That's supposed to be every once That's in a while. That's all they do. It's supposed to be every once in a while. I went into Biden voice. It's supposed to be every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you, well, 11? Wow. Well, despite... DeS- we live in an absurd country. <laughs> despite DeSantis and Nikki Haley both kind of doing their own little victory laps, despite getting second and third, you know, Trump actually had a, a kind of a nice moment where he wanted everybody to come all together. Right, okay, Let's okay. This I really think this is time now for everybody our country to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problem. Oh, come together. Hmm. Come together. There goes to Sanctus. He did very poorly back to with his goofy laughing, he got lifts glued onto his shoes. Lost to me so bigly that he cried on the news. How many more of those noise things are there? Seems like a waste to leave all that space in there, but Goodbye to Vivek and his bony maga. Here comes Nikki Haley. She thinks she can beat me. She say, vote for her, not for me. She must have a screw loose. Step down, let me go free. Come together. <laughs> right 
now <laughs> and vote for me. Because <laughs> I always like Paul the best. He's the one who knows how to make money, right? And, and put it away and, and continue to make money off of everything that you've done. He's a smart guy. <laughs> Doug Turnbull says there's a travel advisory on 75 Like that. All right, so uh, Trump won. Uh, Nikki failed to surge, but she came in second. Uh, DeSantis came in third. What, so what are the, what's no, the percentage? DeSantis came in second. Oh, DeSantis Nikki came in second with like 12%, and then she got 9%. Is that it how it was? It was uh, 21 and 19%. Oh, I guess I, okay, I'll, let me start over again. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back in. George, hit the yeah. music again. <laughs> hey, uh, so, yeah, yesterday, uh, my, not only Trump won, and then, uh, of course, I, I knew this all along, DeSantis came in second. And uh, with, uh, what, 21%. That's exactly right, Eric. Oh, I sound like such a genius. <laughs> and uh, then uh, the Nikki Surge surged to third. At 19%. <laughs> at 19%. Yeah. And uh, we lost Asa Hutchinson. Moment of silence. That's enough. And, <laughs> uh, we, uh, and Vivek, who I think this is very smart, he, uh, he knows, he, he did what he came to do, right? Which is when Trump's not there, he ha- he's at least in the pool of heir apparent. Yeah, or heir- for sure. heirs apparent, I believe is the best way to put that. Okay. Uh, do you have anything from him? Yeah, he saying dropped bye-bye? out. Of, he dropped is out. Is he of the speaking race. really fast? Like he just drank nineteen cups of coffee and snorted. It's not as snorted Ben Shapiro. Yes, about it's not that quite not not as fast as Shapiro, but pretty fast. As of this moment. We are going to suspend this presidential campaign. No. And this is going to have to be, there is no path for me to be the next president absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. Then he goes on to say, we're going to do our part now going forward to make sure that America first lives on, to make sure that Donald Trump is successful as the next president of the United States, to make sure that it isn't some other puppet they trot out, to make sure that they steal this country out from underneath us. We're not going to let that happen. What did he get, 7%? I think it was you, 9 Let me double check. So if you, if, you, uh, if you take his 7 or 9%, 7 you're right. My assumption is that uh, second candidate for almost anybody going for Vivek is Trump. So you can pretty much kind of now toss that onto 60, the Trump pile. 60%, right? What? 60 Basically, if you take Vivek's. Now, Nikki Haley, I read an article in Wall Street Journal this morning that really broke it down. Trump won in every category. Nikki Haley was really going for, I guess she uh, put a lot of her money in uh, college-educated, college-degree Iowans, Republicans, GOP, and uh, he beat her in that category. Uh, he beat like he all of these the strengths inside of there, and you know CNN something needs to be stated here, or CNN needs to explain this. They can do whatever they want. It's their it's their network. But I I I noticed this a few months ago when the when he would come out to speak after being uh, you know indicted for the nineteenth time somewhere in the, in America. And they would cut away. Remember when they followed his vehicle? I think it was after the Georgia thing. They followed his vehicle all the way to the airport. Then as soon as he got out of the limo to speak, they cut away. And I said right there, oh, these arrogant MFers have said to themselves that they're not going to allow his lies to come out over their airwaves. So they've made some sort of editorial decision that no live Trump, that we have to edit and put it out there and analyze it. And didn't they cut away? Somebody told me. I don't know this. I was told that they, they cut did, away. They, they cut away in the middle during of the his acceptance speech. 
Has that ever happened before? No. Both, God, I remember both when, MSNBC and CNN cut away. I remember when Ted Cruz won, he gave the most boring hour long. It became a sermon. And I mean, they were there, I think, for the whole thing. George Clark, you look like you want to say something. Well, CNN cut away. MSNBC just didn't even go to it. Oh. Yeah. So this needs to be spoken to. If this is a policy, it needs to be upfront, and people need to know that that's the policy. We do not allow this person to speak live unedited on our airwaves or whatever you call cable. Doug Turnbull is still watching the Travel Advisory. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. And I want to say something. I have a complaint against technology. I have a, uh, a grievance <laughs> that I feel needs to be redressed. Okay. I don't even know what redress means. That's always after the word grievance. But I got one against technology, so I'm very lucky because I want my grievance redressed on Tech Tuesday. So let's do that. Right here. Tech Tuesday with Greg Russ. Hey, Greg Russ. Hello. I can't wait for this. You know that tech is my life. (laughs) So we're about to really go after my whole foundation of existence. Uh, You know what it is? They tell me it's your ballywick. Yeah, one is. of my favorite words. I don't even world. know what that means. Ballywick is your it's your area of expertise, I believe. Oh. Somebody look it up and tell me Let's how close. See. Ballywick. On it. How close? Are you on it? Yes, uh, we have word. Wait a minute. The, word. Word. Lady Autumn. Once. Okay, I've got it. Oh, back off! You misogynist piece will, of garbage. I will hand it over to my secretary of research. Go ahead, Ooh, secretary. Ooh. The word secretary had to be there. Oh my goodness! Wow. These, these millennials are not like <laughs> us he, old. He could folks. have said right. stewardess of research. <laughs> yeah. Autumn. I am the lead researcher, so I, I will happily let my underlings handle Autumn, this. who I consider the Amazonian queen <laughs> of research here. Uh, how close did I get? It's like your Ballywick is your area of expertise, right? Your yeah. personal... Yeah, Knowledge, authority, okay. work. It's also, it, it includes the word um, for bailiff. Bailiff? Bally, well, B-A-L-I oh, oh. and then bailiff, B-A-L-L-I. Okay, so you're now getting yeah, the Latin roots the court. and stuff. A little like, too much. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, that makes like, sense. Yeah. The guy simple. oversees the court. That's his job. Yeah. That's, like, his ba- that's his balafu. That's, that's his balifiwick. Yeah, it's Middle English. <laughs> <laughs> I like Middle English because that's where uh, that guy wrote those stories about Middle Earth. If he hadn't had the Middle English, he wouldn't be able to tell the stories and about them. And that's why we go to middle school today. And Exactly. Tolkien, and man, what a genius. Strange, strange thing. It's also uh, the reason that we, uh, we we draw the letter G the way that we do. Yep. Nobody knows why. That's why. That's why. That's the why. top and the side. And and, uh, don't we all? Yeah. Okay, so wait, what, what's got you turnt? Okay. Tell me. Turnt. Oh, turnt. What's got me turnt? Well, one thing has nothing to do with technology. You want to hear my, like, I have an appetizer complaint. My appetizer complaint after watching football yesterday, you know, we've talked about this before, this uh, thing where for some reason and for TV and movies, they think it's really cool to take a song that we all know from like the 60s or the 70s <laughs> that's like rocking, and then they slow it down with a female voice. Yeah. Or they take a slow song and make it slower, like, I feel the earth <laughs> move. Yeah. Under. But yesterday, this, they were during the one of the games, they were playing Born to be Wild. 
Slow down. Who wanted this? Who is the person that said, finally? I always like that song, but I just want to take out just take out all the punch. Get <laughs> just your motors humming. Literally all I heard through one of these born to be wild. And there's always like a pong. Oh yeah, that <laughs> ring or whatever that who, is. Who, yeah. Who ordered that up? That song would be so much better if you took out the rockin' guitars. <laughs> Who ordered that up? Well, it's so they can identify with the younger people, but still give money to the original people. Well, yeah, they don't like the original people. That Steppenwolf, I'm sure, is yes. problematic yeah, in some way. They looked at women. Just by existing. I mean, you know, Born to be Wild is, is meant... It's in the title! Wild. <laughs> well, when you take it real slow like that, it gets real introspective. And you're oh, like, yeah. It's a cool Was contrast. I born to be wild? God, this country is just full of hacks. Am I the only creative person left in the United States of America? I think no. So. Oh, Greg, because you're not even really creative. Oh, it doesn't count anymore. No, that's not an insult. I just mean that. Uh, I'm not insulted. Jared, 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 puking in the corner. I don't know if you know this, but, but when Jared gets insulted for me, he vomits. I don't know if I you do, know this. I do. It's literally I have to keep a bucket. <laughs> <next> really, <time. laughs> really wanted that to be an insult. I don't know. I don't even know what I why I said How that. How did you I mean was, it? Well, I, I don't know. I can't get into it. <laughs> okay. Did you just have a stroke? What happened? What's, what's the matter? You okay? I didn't have a stroke. Okay. It, it, was, a, it was a stretch because it's... Whatever. You, you want to know my real complaint? I, it's not worth it. It's not worth I it. I get just want to move on. I get it. I get it. Here's my real complaint against technology. And that is... Uh, okay, Roku. And it's just the only... For me, I use the Roku system at home. Right? For my TV. Mm. Is this an endorsement? No. Because it's a complaint. Who endorses... I I love how you say Roku. Who plays Sudoku. Watching Roku. (laughs) Am I wrong? It's R-O-W-K-E-W. Row, row, row your coup. Roku. Q, man. I'm learning. I'm learning. Unlike you guys, I'm open to new information. I didn't know that. I'm learning. I always called it Roku. Is it Roku? 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 No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I think you're really putting a stress on the K-U. Roku. Roku. Yeah. Roku. Sounds like a call of some kind of bird. Roku. 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 <laughs> You're such a ruck. <laughs> you. All right. So it's, uh, and this is just a symptom. It's happening with a lot of things. Uh, the remote control, which is a Roku remote control, is constantly trying to trick me into downloading a new streaming service or automatically going to the Roku channel. And I find it to be so annoying. I, listen, people in promotions and sales, wherever you are, this makes us hate your brand. Have a show on Roku that everybody's talking about, and then maybe that'll convince me on my own volition to check out the Roku channel. But when you trick me, you, you like do a little thing nowhere near. First of all, you got those stupid buttons that you can accidentally hit. That's there to trick you. Do you have an old remote, by the way? Because I used the Fire Stick and I uh, had an older Fire Stick that stopped working, but the old remote that didn't have those buttons on it still works with the new one. So I make Christina use the one that has the Netflix and the Disney Plus button. <laughs> yes. I, I hate that it one. It is so annoying that this thing is trying to trick you into watching things that you wouldn't three times over the weekend using this remote control it decided to just begin downloading a streaming service which one i can't remember there were different ones 
I don't know because I'm immediately going, no, no, no. I'm yelling. I'm yelling at an inanimate object. This smaller, fits in the palm of my hand. Who was just trying to help you? Yeah, it's just trying to help me. It makes us dislike your brand. This isn't the way capitalism was supposed to be. You're supposed to create a buzz around your thing, and that makes me want to download it. Or it makes me want to go to your channel. Stop! Everything is so effing desperate now. Everything is... We Look, we're going out of business. Hey, we're this close to going public with a $45 billion uh, net worth, or people say that's what we're worth, or bankruptcy. Everything seems to be between that those two things. And it's so desperate. It Everything. also throws off the whole market, because then there's no actual competition, so we're subject to these prices that seemingly are arbitrarily set just because they need to make more money. Yeah, it's, 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 it really is. It's just, a, hey, you're not all going to make it, okay? Attention streaming services. Most of you will not be in business in five years. Yeah, look at Netflix. Do the best you can. Do the best on. you can. They're not hanging on. They're, they're winning big. They're Netflix? winning big. Yes, everybody thought that Netflix was going to go the way of the dodo when Friends went. Guess what? When Friends went to Peacock, people said, eh, I've seen Friends. When The Office went to Peacock or wherever it went, eh, mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. it. Yep. The audience did not follow. Because, I'm, yeah, because thinking, they're used to Netflix. It's like Kleenex. It's like they're just used to it. And it's, it's doing, Netflix is doing better than most of the other streamers. A show okay, like well, Louder Milk, which was on a couple years ago that no one uh, right. even talked about, is the biggest hit two and, weeks know, ago. And you know, I'm watching it, that right now. In the streaming world, people don't care. If I find a show four years later and there's 30 episodes and I like it, people don't care. They'll just, they'll just watch it then. And Netflix is doing pretty well. I think that Netflix is going to be one of the survivors. Amazon, of course, because they've got so much other stuff, the prime stuff that will carry it no matter how it's doing. And, you know, Apple's got money. I think they have like $250 billion. Disney Plus is on hard times. They're going to get bought by Discover. Or no, the other way around, yeah. Some people want no, Apple to buy Disney. I don't know if they're... No, that's, too, that's enough of the merging. What was the thing that was... Well, they got to merge because they can't, they can't survive. Uh, we just, or they got to figure out a cable kind of thing where they bundle a bunch of them together for fifteen dollars, something like that. Uh, hold on, uh, are you going to be with us for the whole hour, there, Greg Russ? Yeah, or, I'll be here. Uh, is that all right with you, Jerry Yamamoto? Absolutely. Have, I don't know. You so, could have so, no, no, no. You could have. <laughs> we got <laughs> Wes <laughs> is at six. Wes right? is at six o'clock. All right, Doug Turnbull still watching the travel advisory. And- well, the Chiefs are going to Buffalo to play the Bills. You think Taylor Swift's going to go to Buffalo, New York? God, if she goes, she's got to go uh, to Niagara Falls and check that out. She's been around the world. I think she's seen uh, no, Niagara no, Falls. nothing like being right there and looking at it. And if it's <laughs> cold enough, it snows even if the sun's shining. Get your motor running. Get out on the highway. Banjo. <laughs> Is this it born to be wild? Yep. Who is it? Natalie Taylor. Oh, she's good. I thought it was the Hackneyed Sisters. Nats. Oh, this is so much better than get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Who go- she's into holistic health. <laughs> you know, on the tickets, if you go to see her, Says uh, BYOP, bring your own pillow. 
Uh, Greg, did you know this? Excuse me, here she is. (laughs) (laughs) Let me be the producer. Uh, Too fast. Too fast. Slow it down. Too fast? Yeah, slow it down. It's the final. Not soft enough. Soft, 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 soft. soft, soft. Too too aggressive. Too aggressive. Got it. Okay. It's the final. More breath. (laughs) It's the final. Yes. We got it. Who's not excited? Who's not excited? That's a hit, baby. That's a hit. And if it's not a hit, we'll just sell the licensing rights and get it in a commercial. That's right. We'll put it in a Volkswagen commercial. (laughs) All right, uh, Greg, I know there's nothing to do with tech, but did you know that we're bombing Yemen? Yes, I did. Like, <laughs> Didn't they strike back at one of our ships? No, well, no. It's, it's more complicated than that. They're they're striking at uh, like commercial Merchant ships. ships. Merchant well, they, ships. Merchant ships. That's because they're in favor. And I have to say, this was because we have to stay on the air. We are. This is all mixed up in the war that shall not be named. Okay, we're clear. It's Safe. the war that shall not be named because it's it's a war. We're in a war. It might end up in World War Three, but we can't have a conversation about it. So this is somehow <laughs> mega because. Uh, you know, uh, we we don't want to be on the uh, the the right wrong side of history, uh, so we don't want to be on the wrong right side of history or something like that. So this has to do with the war that shall not be named. If you want to keep your job, and yeah, I mean it's it's, it's, it's anybody see any uh, Yemeni people in their backyards about to take over the United States of America? I did, but it was a coyote, and it was, turned out not yeah, to. You, you, right. you overreact. I did. It's because you were buying the narrative. Yeah, one of That's my how, favorite people was from Yemen. He ran the bodega near my house, Eddie. Well, you better watch that was out. His American name. Better watch out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Take it he used out to offer it. me dates when I go, and he's like, "I have this fresh date. Would you like one?" <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Who was it? Cat Williams during the Iraq. Because you've seen a lot of Cat Williams now because of the. And I was. I think it's Cat Williams who. Um, who challenged the audience to uh, tell him what an Iraqi soldier's uniform looks like? Show me what an Iraqi <laughs> uniform looks <laughs> like. Yeah, because we're not. So somebody tell me what the Yemeni army. I mean, this is just. I can tell you the this, pickup truck they drive around. Yeah, this the country. The same one that was at the opening ceremony of the Atlanta Olympics. Yes, That's, they now have them over there, yes. and they put like machine guns in the bed, <laughs> and that's their that's their that's their top line military equipment. And we're bombing them. The people who are running this country are psychopaths. Why are we? Why are we fighting Yemen? Well, Eric, because this thing. Yeah, yeah. Why did we get on the path that got us to bombing Yemen? But at least we're helping out that great democracy, <laughs> Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Doug Turnbull is in the chopper. He says it's still, still bad. All right, Greg, I say when we come back, we actually do a tech story. And a tech story to me means it's got to have the word Tesla in it, huh? What do you okay. say? I say let's do it. Huzzah! Greg, do you know who uh, Bill Ackman is? I'm going to do a quick search. He is this guy. He's a billionaire. And he's decided that because he's a billionaire, you see, he's a billionaire. Oh, yeah, that guy. And in the United States of America, if you're a billionaire, that makes you better than everybody else. 
And that you can't, can't, well, it's true. It is true. If you're a billionaire, you're better than anyone else. And so things you didn't do because you couldn't do because he's a billionaire. He's decided that he can, it's his, it's up to him who can speak on topics of the day and who can't speak or who should be able to work. I mean, after all, he's a billionaire, but anyways, get to the funny part. I mean, I absolutely detest this. I would say human being, but I do not believe that. uh, I I just think he is just a horrible person. And the other day, because I did a billion, this country is run by billionaires and the intelligence agencies. And if you think I'm a conspiracy theorist, prove me wrong. It's a good duo. Point to one place of power where you don't find those two things, billionaires and the intelligence agencies. If you think I'm a conspiracy theorist, very simple. Prove me wrong. But the funny part about this is the other day, two days ago, I was a little bit drunk and standing alone in my living room. I went on like a 15 minute spoken word stream of consciousness poem that was just uh, basically kept wrapping around. You know how Dylan comes back to the same thing over and over again? It's kept wrapping around F you Bill Ackman. Did you record it? No, it was what just it was Eric, spontaneous. I could never. Great. You can't have a self poetry uh, slam. There was a thing about uh, you know billion dollars being You've shoved up, being things. shoved up into places. I prefer that you don't record it. I'm glad that we just get to hear about it. That it existed yes. in a moment of time, and that was it. Instead of look at this thing, and I'm going to yeah. shove it down your throat. Can you and imagine you to my song? Could have gone viral. Can you imagine? Gone viral. Yes. What does it, it take? What does it take to convince yourself that because you have billions of dollars, you should be able to decide who speaks on topics and who doesn't? I, I just. A, I mean, it's like to me you, that is the worst kind of person. I just, and I, uh, it was great. It was brilliant. Only I, I was the only audience for it, but it was great. <laughs> Next it time, was great. Next time you feel one of these coming on, Eric, you just go into your little audio recording yes. function on your phone. Just yeah, but then you blow it. It's not, it's, not like, <laughs> it's not like it's not real. At that point, you're performing for somebody. What about the cat? Did the cat hear it? The cat did hear All it. Right. <laughs> seemed, seemed disinterested. Songs about bastard billionaires. It's your album. <laughs> just Second track. We about might as well just Kenneth say- Griffin. Yeah, just say billionaire. I just any any billionaire. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what your background is. They've convinced themselves that they're better than everybody else, and that they have a right to make the rules of the game. And, and it's just, and that they have a well, right. They do make to the rules destroy of the game, right? you. Well, that's with, why they with th- Congress. I've, yes, and exactly. Everything is dictated by these people. Exactly. Has it always been that way? I, I, I'm not only naive. Carnegie. I, you know what and I really think? People. I really think that we, at some point, I wasn't around when Carnegie and those guys were going. But in, when I was coming up, I feel like we had a better class of billionaires. I don't know. I think it's somewhere down there. There was this idea of public public service or whatever. But Bill Ackman is a multi-billionaire, and that means if you disagree with him, he has the right to silence you. In his mind, and that's one thing, but then he actually has the power to do it. And it, I, there might be some things I agree with Bill Ackman about. And I'm sure the people who pay me have had dinner with him many times. But it's enough already. You're a billionaire. Great. Wonderful. That, that doesn't make you smarter than everyone else. These billionaires usually were just clever. They figured something out, a little thing. They took advantage. I've talked about it before. Sam Bankman Freed. Mm-hmm. Why was he allowed to get on stages with prime ministers and presidents wearing cargo shorts and not combing his hair? Only one reason, ladies and gentlemen, because he was a billionaire.
and so a donor. He, so he gets, well, that goes without saying. Yep. Show me the billionaire that's not a donor. We've gotten to the point in this country where it's all broken down to people have just, um, I have my favorite billionaire. Some people, it's Elon. Some people, it's George Soros. Some people, it's uh, Arthur the Blank. Arthur, well, Arthur Blank. Hey, we got an aquarium. We got an favorite. aquarium. Yeah. That's so bad. Falcons? <laughs> <An> aquarium? <laughs> Atlanta United? Bill Belichick? <laughs> just, I, just, I just don't understand. And I know people listening to me are going to think, oh, because you disagree with them. There may be a lot of things I agree with them on. But I still don't believe that you should, because you have money, be able to dictate who speaks and who doesn't speak. Even if I agree with you. I mean, the guy's a capitalist, so I'm sure I agree with him on some things. But I just don't get, where does it come from? How do you get to the point in your life that you believe because the, what your checking account dictates that you can now tell people how to live? What no do you one's think? stopping you. No one, you. That's why. No one tells you no. No one right. stops you. Why, why do you think that this Trump thing is happening in Iowa? It, with all this going on, people are getting sick and tired of these corporate types telling them how they're supposed to think, what they're supposed to say. And, you know, I'm sure at this point, Trump is just like, indict me 19 more times. It, it's, it's like a video game superpower. It's like a chip he eats. Each new indictment makes him double. I don't know. This might be and, a surge in New Hampshire. And, yeah. go, and then again, go to the MAGA crowd. Who's their favorite billionaire? Donald Trump. This is what we we've, we've been reduced to. I Who's have your Warren favorite? Warren Buffett T-shirt on. Yeah, Warren Buffett. He's great. He plays the ukulele. I like Ted Turner, but he was the last of a of a, that kind of billionaire. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, he, gave, he drove that old Camry. Yep. Having a billion dollars should give you no more power in this country than you or I have. Now that's naive. I know just hearing it being said is naive, but at least if you have it. You should have some humility. So F you, Bill Ackman. Even if I agree with you, I probably agree with him on some stuff. But this idea that billionaires are going to tell us how to live, you know, all of them flying around, not Bill Ackman in particular, but you know, flying into space, doing ridiculous if stuff. If only Asa Hutchinson hadn't dropped out. He would yeah. have stopped those yeah. billionaires. He'd have fixed this stuff. <laughs> what was Asa Hutchinson's biggest problem? Billionaires didn't like him. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have been shoved down your throat. Just like Nikki Haley's being shoved down the nation's throat. You're going to vote for her whether you like it or not. So F you, Bill Ackman. Yeah, I'm a little guy. You're bigger than me. Come on, squash me. <laughs> Doug Turnbull is flying over a snag. All right, before you destroy my career, billionaire Bill Ackman, step one, drop to your knees. Hey, Greg Ross... Yes. You promised us a Tesla story. Now, come on, deliver. I did. Tesla owners. Oh, my, you're my radiator? Right when I start to speak, oh, the thing has to hiss. Well, If you had a Tesla, you wouldn't need a radiator. Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I don't know. The Teslas aren't working in the cold. That's what's happening. People who are driving Teslas in a deep freeze in the Midwest can't yeah. get charges in their car and they're stranded. Trump would have won that uh, one other county. Is there was one, there was That's one... what happened. I mean, uh, Elon, what's going on? <laughs> so, uh, well, you got some... Uh... Yeah, people have been posting these moments where their Teslas can't turn on. Well, and, batteries, and some... uh, if it gets too cold, right? Isn't that a kind of a thing? Yeah, it doesn't batteries. operate. And it's so, mostly in Chicago. It's a lot of people in Chicago because of the, you know, the cold lake air. effect. They got that, that lake effect windy yep. stuff. <laughs> this uh, TikTok had over a million views. This guy hammering. Oh, I can't even get my door handles out. 
know, in somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I hope it's Bill Ackman. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. He has a helicopter. I hope he slips on the ice and the pole is there. He just it's, like... He's chipping away at the ice right now. Right up yeah. his old wazoo, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. He's an idiot. He should have preconditioned the battery. That's what Tesla's kicking. saying you need to do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Elon, is there something can be done about these freezing batteries? So, so uh -oh. yes. One of the things that you could do is precondition it. As what does that said. mean? What does Greg mean, Greg? To I don't know. Ask Greg. I, don't know. <laughs> I want Elon to explain it. Uh, I don't know. Really. <laughs> he's I, in a K hole. How does my rocket work? It goes up. I don't know. He's currently in a K hole. Yes. Do you know, Greg, what it means to precondition or whatever it means? You have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to, to accept get the battery a fast up to the charge. Optimal temperature. So, to take and of course, Elon charge. knew. Elon, you're just repeating you, what Greg then, said. So, yeah, well, uh, higher quality people, and he's one of them. You have a very on the car. You have to let it sit for thirty to forty-five 30, minutes to 40 get the battery. Minutes. Oh, that's preconditioned. That's really a better future. <laughs> yes. Where you have to like plead with uh -oh. your car in the cold you got to it. start. Tesla users <laughs> saying this. Uh oh. Somebody made a good point too that you know when they have to go charge their car that there's it's not like you're at a gas station where you can get a snack and right. get like yeah. junk food or like play the lottery or something. Like, yeah. You're just in a parking lot in a mall. Yeah. But it would be great. I just see this billionaire Bill Ackman and he starts getting slippery on the ice. He's like, well. And they just look stupid. I I don't want anybody to be harmed. No, you just I just want like other a, people be people to be, be looking. And it's He's like, hey, that. look, that billionaire looks really stupid right now. He can't be harmed. If he falls and there's any damage to his body, doctors rush yeah. well, there within five minutes. Also, he never has to worry about this because if this is a problem, if there's a freeze, he just buys the ice. Yeah. Uh, melt. <laughs> and commands it to melt. melt. He, he can get in, uh, what a douchebag. Is he at Davos, that uh, collection of douchebags? I don't is know it? if he's there, but uh, a lot he of He must are. be there. Zelensky's there. Zelensky's there. Oh, of course Zelensky yeah, is. It's like, a good it's place like, to get money. It's like, the old, <laughs> it's like, it's so over. They're still like, oh, and we love you, Volodymyr. You're fantastic. We're an hour away from our second winter offensive. <laughs> exactly. That war is over, except we've decided in the West more people need to die. But I'm telling you right now, there is zero chance that Ukraine can win that war. Doesn't matter what you want to happen. Again, sometimes reality must be faced unless you're a billionaire, like that douchebag Bill Ackman. Uh, President Zelensky, at least are you getting some good skiing in while you're there? No, I am begging for money a lot. He's too hairy. Doug Turnbull. Hey, thank you, Greg. You've been fantastic. Thank you. Doug Turnbull is checking 285. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Hey, guys, that version of Born to be Wild should be against the law. Thank you. Period. I agree. That's why breaking we... Breaking the law. Breaking <laughs> the law. If we could only get that billionaire douchebag Bill Ackman on the job. You've got to be careful. I think you scared Wes Moss away with that uh, commentary. I know. Wes suddenly... <laughs> after I yeah, went after... Yeah, I don't know, guys. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying he's a douchebag. I'm not saying he's a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, I know, but yeah. <laughs> so that Davos thing has started. Did it just start? Yeah, it just started today, actually. Uh, and Zelensky is there. And, uh, New York Times says that he's calling for peace, though, not for more. Oh, uh, you want peace? I want peace, but also money. Uh-huh. <laughs> he wants a piece of money. Piece of money. This lady is right. And those snow bunnies. How about those snow bunnies out there? Little, everybody wants to know. I do like the snow bunnies, but not as much as money. <laughs> <laughs>
I saw a report that it's something that's like forty uh, percent of all the weapons that we sent to Ukraine are unaccounted for. No, that's just Shocking. a report. Russia blew them up. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, and then the and then the military is like, well, you know, auditing this stuff during a war. Hey, you're the military. You may be called on to do a lot of things during the war, like auditing. So, like, like if you lost ten thousand troops, well, you know, it was a war. You, you know, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's just, you know, somebody dropped them off somewhere. I don't know what happened. Hey, Rumsfeld said it best. Ah, sometimes you lose stuff. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you lose <laughs> That's stuff. That's pretty much what he said. Forty percent. Forty percent. Hey, haven't we all lost something here yeah. or there? Remember when billionaire Bill Ackman lost his soul? Yeah. Maybe just you can't can, find it. Maybe you can help Gil find Sally from Cars because we haven't been able to locate. You have not been able to find house. Sally. No. Oh, oh, it's, no. a, it's probably underneath that thing over by the other thing. Yeah, but it'll, mm. it'll show up. You'll you move. ask the wife. I feel like women always know where things are. No, we can't find it. Autumn, that is the most misogynist thing I've heard this week. That a woman mm. would somehow know how to pick things up better than a man. Although no, I no, no, no. no right. I feel like it's a misandrist thing to say because men never know where things are. I never know where. It's hey, because you guys put it in the wrong spot. I left I it in my junk drawer with everything else. Has <laughs> it gotten like, how hard is it to get into this uh, douchebag thing? So Davos is the World Economic Forum, right? Yes, That's these people. And it started and, like, yesterday. Bono shows up and says, and then goes back to Vegas and makes a gazillion dollars for one show. This and year's theme is rebuilding trust. Oh! So the billionaires are recognizing perhaps, I wonder why they lost that trust. There's a divide between the political elites and the working oh, class. They that- mean trust as in like a trust yeah. that you put money in. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll bet you that's the I'll, I'll bet you that's the fault of the working people. It's oh. not the fault. The billionaires are so stupid. smart. No, they're very stupid and they the don't people. watch the news. Yes. The are you Klaus Schwab? Yes, eat the bugs. <laughs> Is that the... <laughs> Is that the guy who runs? Watch, listen, if you're listening, you know what we're talking about. Like, tune into like Fox Business or CNBC. They they usually just go over there, get on their knees, and just start gobbling with these people just as soon as this thing starts. Oh my God, we're going to have that billionaire on. It's so fun. Just watch these douchebags. Uh, this, uh, these are the people. They get together and they don't have. They, there's just no humility with these billionaire douchebags. They say, let's get together and decide on an agenda for the world. How big of a douchebag do you have to be to think that you and your friends should si- decide and set the agenda for the world? Meanwhile, at Davos... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, earlier today, they had at 1 o'clock Securing an Insecure World as a panel, and you can listen back to it on Radio Davos. Oh, that'd be fantastic. But um, I mean, it's, it's, how hard is it to get in there? It's, no, they, don't, they don't like Elon anymore, no, do they? Um, coming oh. up next on Radio Davos, we have the Multilinguists. They are a hot new band out of Oslo, and they sort of a post-punk. Oh, I love these. These are the physicists who get together and have their own rock band yes. or something. Oh boy, they're great. We were playing Kraftwerk. It's like you just uh, discover prime numbers right in front of you. Yes. It's a different show every night. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> God, I hate these people. When did they have Bilderberg? Is this the same thing as Bilderberg? No, this is like way out there. They, they started off, and it's, it really kind of started off, I feel like, in the 90s. I don't know. I'm sure it was built out of something that's gone back to the 70s. But this whole thing really kind of came out of the kind of Al Gore climate moment, and Bono used to go there. And I remember one time I saw, um, who was it? The, who's in um, Sharon Stone. 
I was watching on uh, C-SPAN or something. This must have been the 90s. And it was uh, or early 2000s. And they have all these things, and there's like, celebrities in the audience, and there's celebrities on stage, and they're all talking about helping poor people. And, you know, which, you know, there's a good way to help poor people. You just go actually go out and help them. But they have, oh, I have an idea and a plan. And I, one time, uh, this was the malaria in, I don't know if it was in Africa or South Wales, there was malaria is a problem. And, you know, they had, uh, they had outlawed all the things that killed the mosquitoes. So, because one out of every million people got cancer, so they outlawed the DDT, the stuff that would just wipe out the mosquitoes and you'd have no malaria. So, in the name of the, of the environment, they got rid of the thing that killed the mosquitoes. And so, they're all, and Bill Gates was on stage, I'm pretty sure. Bill Gates was on stage and there were celebrities in the audience and they were talking about uh, their plan now, since they outlawed the thing that killed the mosquitoes that gave everybody malaria, was uh, bed nets, you know, nets to put over people's beds yeah. so that they would sleep without the mosquitoes landing on them. And I remember Sharon Stone standing up and say, saying something like, well, I will, I, I want to say right now, I'm in for 10,000 bed nets. Who matches me? I mean, my goodness. And then you know, later on, it's skiing and cocaine and <laughs> adultery and all this. You know, she raised like, 140,000. Did you find it? Yeah, yes, that's it, all she got. Yes, I saw that. I saw. Uh, you know what? That hundred forty thousand dollars really, when you think about it, did absolutely nothing to curtail. UNICEF had to fork over eight hundred sixty thousand dollars. But to I mean, subsidize you, it. Can you imagine? We outlawed the thing because one in a million people gets cancer. That, that, that takes care of the mosquitoes. And then the, now they've got to go to the thing where, well, we got to have bed nets. Uh, we've got to figure out, well, the beds have to, we'll have to teach everybody how to put a net over their beds. Like, They'll catch fish with what it. What about when they're not sleeping? Are you just going to have nets around them? How about beekeeper outfits for everybody who lives in these malaria areas when they walk around? How about that? Hey, hey, you know, one of the warnings for these bed nets, by the way, is do not wash your bed net in a lake or river that is infested with the, these mosquitoes. Otherwise- That's all I have. What are they going to go down? I don't know if you've noticed this, Sharon Stone. There isn't a laundromat down the street. If you said the word Clorox to me, I'd say, huh? These people are such douchebags. And then Bono shows up, usually. And, uh, you know, goes on and on about the, the poor people that uh, can't afford... I think his whole thing is, it cost $800 to see us at the Sphere, and there's a lot of people who are too poor to do that. So we need to subsidize the world's poor so they can all buy tickets to see you 2 at the Sphere in Las Vegas. <laughs> I think that would be good for poor. <laughs> the poor could sit in the front row. Do, do people listening to me understand that there's a difference between talking and doing? Talking, doing. They're both things. They're not the same thing. I do both. I know. And you know what? It's annoying. <laughs> hey, it turns out, Eric, that tomorrow, day three of Davos, there is an open slot if you would like to put your name in the hat. Yes. Hey, billionaire douchebags, gather around. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. This man speaks the truth. <laughs> I've got a poem about Bill Ackman. <laughs> I got a poem about. It's called "F U Bill Ackman." Doug Turnbull. I would never say that to you because he's a good guy in this world, and he's watching trouble on. All right, we have to get to this audio. Kamala Harris has found an even more mundane thing to cackle about. <laughs> 
guess she was out trying to get somebody elected. I don't know. What she, she was, was out on the trail for out there on the trail. <laughs> I think it's, it's, my question now: screwdrivers, rulers. I, listen, no, it's even better. No, it's it's better <laughs> than that. But I think the question with Kamala after we listened to her. Really, for me, is it weed or wine? What what are we talking about here? Like what? Like I, because I can just see. I remember sometimes my mom in the seventies. She would just sit there and drink Bloody Marys in a large plastic cup, yellow usually, and uh, somewhere around eight p.m., she just kind of slide off the couch. <laughs> Did she reuse the cup? Did she uh, wash the plastic cup? It yeah, wasn't. A, yes. It wasn't that kind of plastic cup. It was. It's it like wasn't a, like a oh, solo. It wasn't cup. a solo cup. No, 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 no. It was like it thick. Tumbler. My parents like, like a still tumbler, have plastic my, tumbler. Yeah, yeah. My parents still have those plastic cups. I look at them and I'm like, these have got to be killing you at this point. And my mother had uh, false teeth since she was 16 because a swing hit her in the face, and she had to have false teeth. And so there was something about the Bloody Mary, the ice and the the way the ice and the Ugh. Bloody Mary would kind of crackle together, and then the sound of her teeth also clinking. Between her teeth clinking and the ice clinking and the plastic, it was a wonderful childhood, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Couldn't have been better. I learned a lot of lessons, like, you know, drink out of a glass. <laughs> For some girl. reason, was it that expensive? Even though we were at the bottom end of the lower socioeconomic, was gla- were glasses you, you made out of glass? Of were they green that? stamps. Yeah, we, we did get those. Yeah, they, that's they, would how you usually, got that stuff. they would usually say things like Texaco on the yeah. side or well, something. Well, remember, you used to be able to get glass glasses from uh, McDonald's or like Burger King. Yeah, but you had to keep going back. We didn't have the money to keep going back. I, I, I remember when the heating elements and dishwashers would melt the plastic yeah. cups. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The ones the that my parents have had since I'm a child, I'm 41. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're still They're using durable. them. I'm like, They've got to be killing them. I think that's really important. Yeah, it's like leaching out that DHA or whatever. Kamala Kamala is trying. Oh yeah, buy that corporate crap. Uh, It's all disproved. It's all good for you. Keep on. (laughs) Hey, eat eat bunch of hey. Yeah, microwave that plastic when it melts and just keep eating that spaghetti. Microwaves the bugs visit plastic. Bottomless Coca Cola. But go to seven. Do we have seven elevens? Go to Quick Trip, and uh, every day just drink eighty-five ounces of cola. <laughs> You'll be good. It's good. Nothing. The science has proven that this. Not only is it not bad for you, it's good for you. Okay, what did Kamala? And let me just tell you, I love Gen Z. I don't know. If it's something. You know, I love Gen Z. <laughs> so okay, for the older. Here's a fact. Here's a fact. This is gonna be a humbling thing I'm about to share with you. <laughs> if someone is eighteen years old today. Uh huh. They were born in 2005. Oh. That's the kicker. Oh, yeah, check that out. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> you do the math. And you Did know, you say that to the kids? To the yes. kids that doesn't mean anything to? Like, if somebody said that to me in 1990, right. you were born in 1982. So she was really... at a Biden rally, and she was pointing to college kids in the back, and she's like, oh, I see you college kids <laughs> in the back, and then that's where I this thing... Love... Yeah, so you know... to them, that's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, hold on, let's... let's uh, cop, <laughs> you're right, it's so funny. You know, I, you know it's just, funny. You know, the things that I love, I never know why I like them, and I always say, is there's just something about it. It's the school buses. <laughs> It's the diagrams, and it's the Gen Z. Kamala, Kamala, isn't math funny? Oh, my God. So, you know what? Let me let me blow your mind. Okay. It's 2024, right? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. I'm following. A 24-year-old uh-huh. was born in 2000. <laughs> I can't oh believe it either. 
That's humbling. Oh. And you know what's humbling is something that's just something so great about being humble. Don't you love humbling? <laughs> <laughs> I love being humbled. When you're humbled, it's it's a real humbling experience, I have to say. I think that's really important. For it's so funny. So Isn't it funny? It's funny. Uh, you know, it's funny oh. when you're on the trail and you're following that trail uh-huh. and you find someone who's in Gen Z and you say, you know what? You were born in 2005, weren't you? <laughs> Get away from me. I don't know you. <laughs> come, oh. come in the back of this van. No. Kamala, please. No. Uh, I want come on, help me move this truck, this uh, furniture in the back of this van. From I now on. Madam Vice President. No, no, from, no, no, no. From, no. Uh, from now on. What a size 14. The ultimate. <laughs> something about that size. What? The ultimate question. Wine or weed? Uh, Doug Turnbull says there's still trouble on 285. The news. I, it's just, again, Nikki Haley did say something stupid. She said the U.S. has never been a racist country. Well, we had slavery. So I think you could assume that there was a period of time. But again, it's all they're talking about. The news is just, did you hear what Nikki Haley said? Hey, Wolf Blitzer, did you hear we're $34 trillion in debt? We're killing people in Yemen, dropping bombs on people we don't know. Yeah, we're killing more people in Yemen. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> you want to jump, jump in on the song game here, Eric? Uh, yeah. Got a lot of songs today. People, we're bombing Yemen. Yemen. Bombs over Yemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're bombing Yemen. Hey, How did we get coming. here? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, as long as we're killing people that none of us know. Oh, well. Hey, you know what, Eric? You got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. Look out, Oman. (laughs) I'm looking at you. It's our foreign policy. Well, let's just go kill people we don't know. Yeah. Now, the American people are not smart enough to know the threat that the Yemenis... Because they're all millionaires over there, you know. They have so much power on the world stage. Who would have thunk of it, as they say? Yeah. Some of we them are defecting uh, to their Houthis. No, yeah. I mean, that we don't want that. What happened? Well, we got to get ourselves involved in that. Kill them it's all. important. And Eric, besides that, it's connected to the war that shall not be named if you want to keep your job. How do you know that? So, well, you know, <laughs> I reads a little bit. <laughs> Those little bits, but you know, keep on walking. Hey, at your ice cream social in the suburbs this weekend, remember that wouldn't be possible if we weren't killing people you don't know in Yemen. Because for democracy, God, democracy, there are hey, there might be a corporation or two that uh, can't get their goods through a shipping lane, right? So we got to now. Now, admittedly, some of these people we kill in Yemen may have nothing to do with this conflict, but <laughs> hey, well, okay, most. But still, you know, democracy. All the kids under the age of 15, come on up here. The ones that we're not going to kill because yeah, we know you and your army. parents vote. Come on, join the army. We got to fight. <laughs> you can't uh, 
call it Mocha Latte anymore because Mocha named after a city in Yemen. So oh, independence. Not, we're not going to play that Chocolate. Yeah, we're not going to change that. Choco Carter. Those Yemenis who have been harassing the United States, they are such a threat to us. Liberty Lattes. That's it what is. That's right. what I'm going to call it. Boy, I'll tell you, you know, I don't agree with this Biden too much, but the fact that he finally stood up to these Yemenis who have been such... So, oh my goodness. I at night, I can't tell you how many times in the last year I have awakened at like three o'clock in the morning thinking, are the Yemenis, is this the night they're going to get us? And the, the, uh, they're going to end the United States all the way back to the founding fathers, the entire country. Thank goodness somebody is finally standing up to Yemen. I will tell you, there's a Yemeni restaurant couple blocks away. Very good food. Oh, I wouldn't eat there. Call boycott. The, cost, the cost is uh, it's overpriced. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because they're probably they're probably sending it back to their families in that they, in Yemen, yeah. and uh, we're going to do something about that, because when that money gets there, their families will be dead. we got to protect the Arabian ostrich and the frankincense and myrrh trees yes, that grow in yeah. Yemen. And Saudi Arabia, that great democracy, will be on our side. It's a, it's a coalition of the willing yeah. to kill people they don't know. Hey, as long as my kebabs are cheaper. That's good. right. We can get Iranian restaurants for kebabs. Finally, someone is standing up to the... Uh, you know what? They've had too much power on the world stage for far too long. They've been a global superpower. Oh, my goodness. We cannot share the world. With that evil empire. They've been in a civil war for 10 years, haven't they? Yeah, the Houthis versus the Yeah, it's Iran. It's a proxy war between Iran and Saudi Arabia. And we don't like Iran because they're not good on human rights. And we love Saudi Arabia because they're not good (laughs) on human rights. It all makes sense. But they pretend to like us, at least. Yeah, yeah. And they're starting a new golf league in the... Uh, part of the PGA now, aren't well, they? I, think <gasps> I, I hope in. Rory's not over there. <laughs> My goodness. I don't want to lose one of our great golfers. I mean, I, you can lose 10, 15, 20 families that I've never heard of in Yemen. But I, if, they were, if they were to harm one of our golfers, I'll tell you what. I will join. It better not touch I will go fight these Yemenis who have been, you know, let's face it. We all know that probably without what Yemen has been doing over the last few years, we probably would have had peace on Earth 20, 25 years ago. <laughs> it's about time. It is about time, ladies and gentlemen, that somebody... You know what? I think that we should get involved in more areas of the world so that we can declare that uh, they're getting in our way. And I think every once in a while with the world... Well, no, not every once in a while. Every day. You just need to go out there and kill people who have nothing to do with this conflict in any way whatsoever, because that tells their neighbors, hey, you better not not be involved in this conflict anytime soon, or we'll come after you as well. Well, we have to justify our military budget and justify having all those bases around the world, Eric. That's right. We have an empire to protect. It's right there in the Constitution, the Founding Fathers. America, Manifest Destiny, did not stop at the oceans. No. It's the world is yeah, manifest destiny. Watch out, Lichtenstein. Yeah. Oof. Oh. oh, there's some innocent uh, people want. I've never met that we're going to kill eventually. Oh, and that's when I know that we are the best country in the world. Because we are not afraid to kill innocent people that we don't know in the name of democracy. And somebody has to step up. 
and make sure that that's done. Now, look, people might say, but yeah, but kids and they're and it's awful. And hey, you know what? Grow up. You know what? Grow a pair. Okay, you got to crack a few eggs to make an <laughs> omelet. And yeah, some kids are going to die and it's going to be long and they're going to suffer and uh you know other siblings who are eight now who'll be 18 in 10 years will he'll hear them die down there and they're going to hate us and they're going to come back and they're going to bomb us no, yes, but once they have we'll that deal democracy with that yeah. once they have the democracy right. they say it was worth it it was worth my sibling's life that's right because they're going to say at least now i can vote for nikki haley <laughs> freedom nikki hey i'm looking at I'm like, what an empty-headed like what is going on? This is like Karen of Karens. <laughs> you know, we've got to get rid of TikTok, and I'll tell you why. We've got to go kill. You know, when we're done killing people we don't know in Yemen, it's a big world. There are people that we don't know in China that are living right now. If you can believe that. Listen, don't pull over to the side of the road. I know this is shocking. There are people that we don't know in China who are living right now. But we're going to do something about that. And <laughs> what, about, what about all those Russians that are that we don't know? That they're they're going to die of they're alcoholism. Just going to, well, that's true. We got to leave them hey, to listen, their own devices. Nikki is riding a high right now, Eric. She got third place in Iowa. Tonight, tonight, Iowa made this Republican yeah. primary a two-person race. You're a psychopath. She came in third. How she came in third? There are only three of them left, right? I don't know <laughs> who's, who's left. There's remaining. only there's only I one th that's going to win. And then he's going to lose. Tim oh. Andrews is buying into this whole idea that I think Biden's going to lose. Okay, how do you know that it's January? Eh, he lost the last one. All right. Who cares? Who cares? That's true. Who cares? What what ha who cares who wins or loses? If, uh, is the deficit Okay, well, if this person gets in there, we'll end up being 37 trillion dollars in debt rather than 38 trillion. Oh, who that's a, cares? That's a win. Listen, That's a, I feel confident that whoever is the next president of the United States are going to understand that we need to go kill people that we don't know in order to save democracy. Because this is how important this election is. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I'm going to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> Still the funniest thing any presidential Look, candidate. Look, early voting. I mean, if you die a week after you vote, it still counts. <laughs> Doug Turnbull is checking 285. If a child you don't know is bombed in a forest and there's no one there, does it really happen? As long as you don't know the person or the parents. Does it really, you know... You're being hypothetical. There aren't any forests there. Uh, well, you know what I'm saying. You know, I'm being metaphorical. Okay. I'm being hypothetical. Well, yes? What happens when you do know? Well, when you do know, then it matters. So, like, if somebody came along and killed uh, a child, and you knew the parents, and you knew the child, then it matters. Well, I'm, That's I'm saying why you don't we go, know the child, oh, but you know that it happened, and the, the child's very far away. That's what I'm saying. If you, well, that, that's rare. Yeah, you're really talking about a rarity there. And so that's just one vote. Doesn't count. So it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Usually the calculation is, well, I know, but we're going to, yeah. yeah, but we don't know those people. So let's bomb them. <laughs> I think that's really how the calculus goes. All right. So uh, we got uh, this uh, uh, Iowa. Trump won big. And Trump tried to come out and say, uh, hey, look, I know I'm a psychopath. I do weird things. Call for unity. Maybe we ought to come together now. I really think this is time now for everybody 
our country to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problem. Come together. Hmm. There goes to Sanctus. He did very poorly back to Tallahassee with his goofy laughing. He got lives glued onto his shoes. Lost to me so bigly that he cried on the news. <laughs> How many more of those noise things are there? Seems like a waste to leave all that space in there, but it's not my song, so whatever. A goodbye to Vivek and his bony maga. Here comes Nikki Haley. She thinks she can beat me. She say, vote. For her, not for me. She must have a screw loose. Step down, let me go free. Come together <laughs> right now and vote for me. Of course, I always like Paul the best. He's the one that knows how to make money, right? And, and put it away and, and continue to make money off of everything that you've done. He's a smart guy. Yeah, yeah. He bought, uh, what did he buy? Didn't Mary had a little lamb and. Uh, I heard for a while he owned happy, happy Birthday. Was that ever true, or was that just like one of those things like... Uh, I've heard that before. Like but Beaver I'm, died in Vietnam or something. To, it was one of those he did, didn't he? <laughs> Why didn't he say, I thought he got killed. Jerry Mathers is, I believe, still with us, is he not? Yeah, I follow uh, him on Insta. <laughs> Greg Russ, thanks for coming back and having fun with us. I enjoy. Yeah, thanks for having me. I enjoy your time here. I know you... You half enjoy and are half annoyed by our show, but I, I, I like having you be yeah, part of it. It's a better percentage than most things. Okay, right? Autumn Fisher, well, I wish I wish you the best of all. Thank you. Because you're too. the you're the Aww. only lady on the panel, and so I lady. She's a lady. She's a female. Okay, she's a chick. I'm a, I'm a brassy broad. She's yeah, a brassy broad. Brassy broad. And uh, Jared Yamamoto, you work here. <laughs> I love you. That's really important. Yeah. Thank you, Jared. Great producer, George Clark. Paranoid but wonderful. Tim Andrews, what? grumpy but lovable. Aww. That music is telling us two things: shut the hell up, get the hell out. You know us. We do what we're told. Tomorrow, another big show, 4 p.m. You're all invited to join us. But until then, oh, by the way, Shelley Winter up next. Great, great show. Aww. Until then, <laughs> continue on your journey, and you're not. Piss off the Jeep. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.